There is a chasm out my window. There is a glowing staircase that grows deeper and deeper every night. It leads from the doorway of the recovery cafe down into the underworld. I used to be able to see the bottom and the little men who dug there, but now there is only the staircase and its zigzag fluorescence into the abyss. Before there was this vast crater, there was a tree. The view from my bed all leaves. I remember the day they took her, a midsummer morning when I heard the sickening crack, watched through the slats of the blinds, watched a man pull her down so crudely, snapping the trunk and breaking my heart in a small way. A way that reverberates. My tree lay crumpled there on the pavement and revealed a view of new condos across the street, gleaming like stacks of strange teeth. As the sun was setting in the city of faith, I took my first gasp of air while Ceres rose on the horizon. The largest object in the asteroid belt between the orbits of Jupiter and Mars. They say the asteroids there might be fragments of a planet that broke apart. Ceres is the largest of them, the most spherical. Rounded by her own gravity, goddess of the harvest and the mysterious Eleusinian rites. There are secrets held in the heart of her sanctuary, left to intentional silence. I've asked my mother questions of late in an attempt to excavate about her about my father, about his alien residence status, about how he gave her perfume, Estee Lauder, the only scent she ever wore. His name was Salvador. Salvador from El Salvador. I always thought that seemed like a joke, like when a character in a movie has to think of a name so quickly so they say the name of the first thing they see. Asking my mother questions means I learn our mysteries. She told me of the knife that flew from her hand, that she would have killed my father that night if she wasn't stopped by something unseen. She told me about my great-grandmother who saw her mother's death in a dream, then saw her son's death in another, and then saw her own. She told me of the day she met a woman named Nancy Drew, who said that my mom came from the sky to live with the humans. 
My mom said that if she was a part alien, I was too. Daughter of aliens. Alien resident status. Ceres had a daughter. The maiden of the spring, Persephone. And the day she drifted toward the sweet fragrance of a bloom, the earth split open and Hades emerged to drag her down below. Down into the cavernous void. Down into the underworld. Most knew the story of the pomegranate seed and the endless cycle. Mother and daughter held in an eternal loop of loss and return from budding spring to barren winter, down to the dead and back again. I once looked at a death I foretold in a dream. Four and a half months after they fell my tree, Mars and Jupiter drew a line in the sky. As I learned of what I felt but could not see, a mystery that roamed my frame made its way into reality. Things cut down so quickly that day, in a way that reverberates. Later, I would dream of childbirth and excrement, of being in an ancient cathedral deep under the sea, and I would think of a woman in El Salvador. A story of debt and enslaved daughters, mothers that would seek asylum at the border of a land so far away within reach. There is a story about Ceres and a man who felled a tree. The tallest oak in her sacred grove struck it with an axe, hacked and slashed until at last leaves and limbs turned pale and blood pulled out at the roots where the dryads used to dance. Last night I cut dried blood out of a wound and thought sometimes we cannot just will things to move. We have to sever something. We have to choose. Today, I awoke from a dream of an escape I never made. I held my daughter's hand as we gathered our possessions and we tried to leave a vast and haunted place, woke as I was calling a name. I looked out my window into the deepening pit and I thought of how my mother still wore that perfume so many years later about Ceres rising on the day I first breathed, about how her form just might be the remains of something that broke apart so long ago, about how a fallen tree makes no sound at all when you are floating in outer space between the orbits of Jupiter and Mars, where we think, cannot know for sure, what it is we see.
creep upward more and more The temperature's rising as we're sinking to the core And the incremental increase in gravity Makes every thought Even stranger is nobody knows but me. There's people out walking and breathing like it's easy, and I try to warn them, but they're saying it's all in my head, and I'd move someplace lighter. If I The Ugly Radio is a production of Ugly Radio Presents. This episode was produced by Andrew Shanks. Tonight's featured piece was Her Symbol is the Sickle, written by Amy Escobar and performed by Pilar O'Connell. Tonight's musical performance was Love, written and performed by Lauren Freeman. Title song provided by Unknown Citizen. 
Comments, send questions and requests to theuglyradio at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're also taking submissions for Season 2 of The Ugly Radio. If you'd like to know more information, direct messages for details. Also, more importantly, remember to vote. You can check if you're registered at vote.org. Until then, thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you in the void.